Hello and welcome back to another episode of Marketing, Management, and Money. I'm your host, Ryan Murray. And I'm your host, Ryan Owens. So today, uh, we've got a topic that, it, it's cliche. And because it's cliche, uh, I, I got to get past the, the fake aspect of it. And once we get into the real aspect, because it's, it's a legit topic, but there's so much just fluff and yeah. hype that I was confused for a minute, but I see where, I see where you're going. Yeah, I uh, agree. Okay. So today's topic is team building. Yay. And I know that some of you listening rolled your eyes. And for those of <laughs> you who were like, Oh, skip this episode. No, right. no, 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 no. Just, just hold tight with us for a second yeah. because there's so much in team building. But the problem is, is we've been, we've been beat with the motivation stick. Oh yeah. You know, if you've worked for a company and they're just like, okay, time for team building. Everybody gets a trophy because they try, <laughs> you know, and they put you in the conference room and the guy comes up and you know, he's, he's all dressed all, all suave and he starts talking to you about, you know, building a, a, a team and what it takes to build a team. Yeah. And, you know, and then he, uh, he he points to the guy who's in the back, who's kind of like slouching, and he's like, "See, you, 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 you're you're not part of the team right now. And if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem." And it's just Ooh, there's there's yeah. so <laughs> many things that are cliche about it. Here's the truth: we all work in teams. We're social creatures. Human beings are very social. It's one of the reasons why social media took off so yeah. virally is because we love being social. We're herd animals. We want to go in the herd. We want to be with other human beings. And so team building naturally happens. It's yeah. already there. So instead of trying to motivate you and get you excited in this episode. Glorify it. Yeah. C yeah. Can we talk a little bit about identifying it? Yeah, let's be real. Let's seeing, be raw about it. Seeing what's already happening in your business and then, you know, admitting whether we're on track or whether we're off track. So that's really yeah. the, the angle that we're going to take today when we talk about team building is we want to look at this and say, this isn't team building. This is team identifying. What is the team? Who are the teams? And who who are they going against? Yeah. Yeah. How do we play with that? Right. How do we play in that sandbox? Yeah. So, so I kind of want to kick it off and I, I want to just run this question past you, Ryan. Sure. When you think of a, of a, of a small business and we're going to go kind of go small to medium. Okay. Okay. Um, for you solo entrepreneurs out there, you still have a team. It's probably made yeah. up of, uh, I, I'm guessing your spouse ends up on that team, mm, whether they yeah. want to be there or not. <laughs> you know, you probably drag some friends in. Uh, you probably have some mentors. So, you know, you, you've yeah. got a team going on. But I, I want to start with these first examples with kind of the small to medium-sized business. So yeah, when, when you're burst out of bed in the middle of the night because you have an idea and you wake up your spouse, yeah, they deserve to be paid for that. They're part of the team. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Spoken from experience? Yeah, on multiple occasions. And yeah. I'm not always the one bursting out of bed. I want to get paid, babe. Come on. 
So uh, small to medium, I, we're kind of looking at, uh, you know, the, those businesses, let's say you've got about 10 people in your, in your organization up to, you know, maybe 40. So somewhere between, you know, 10 to 40 is, is, is kind of the space that we're looking. Big enough to have a management team and then have yeah. people under the management. A level or two to it. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, Ryan, here's the question. All right. What are some of the natural teams or cliques or tribes that you see forming within businesses, small businesses? Oh, man. <laughs> How do I not offend people here? <laughs> I, we're, 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 okay. go, we're going real, so... I'll be, I'll be a little bit gentle. So I feel like there's always the... And honestly, I mean, I'm just being real. And this is probably why I think of this one first, because I belong to this group, like the social clique, right? The people who don't ever get anything done <laughs> because they're always joking around or going from here to there to talk or, or whatever. I, I find myself doing that a lot, really, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so so you, you have that. And then you have like the lunch break crew who always seem to go over a little bit longer than they should on their breaks. And mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, there's the, the, there's the suck up crew that <laughs> man, <laughs> they, they're this. Oh man, I'm really going to offend some people here. <laughs> Don't leave just yet, please. <laughs> I'll beg forgiveness in a few minutes, but if you, get off on your lunch break or off of work or before you go into work and you're writing up a LinkedIn post to send and be like, man, I'm going to put forth my best effort today. And you like at your boss or your manager or your coworkers like, Hey, I'm on your team, buddy. You're on the suck up crew. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, all, so the point is, is like you have these different clicks and and you can see naturally how some of these don't get along right like if and and i'm going to dial it back and quit being such a jerk but if you have somebody who's who is trying to forward their career and and it, what to a lot of people comes across as like sucking up to a boss or brown nosing or whatever right like if you have somebody who's trying to do everything they can to assist and be heard and be seen by the manager or the boss or whatever uh, they're looking at somebody who is habitually 10 minutes late for from coming back from lunch or somebody like me who's walking around the office who just wants to brighten everybody's day, chat and have some fun. And, you know, like I don't care about impressing the boss uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you could see how there's some dissonance between those. And and though they might be on the very same team, trying to achieve the very same goals. You know, if, if this is a team that they're going after their first million dollars in sales or they're, they've just started their, their first brick and mortar store and they're trying to close out their, their first successful year, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. things like that. Even though you may have, you know, like a sales manager who is habitually late and then you have the, you know, the marketing individuals who are trying to forward their career and they're constantly looking at each other like, uh, they're always pissing me off because 
they're always late. They're always taking advantage. Blah, blah, blah. And then there's the other side of it that's like, oh my gosh, they're always pissing me off because look at them, they're freaking suck ups. And I don't want anything that's annoying. Like, and, and, and so, you know, these examples are what I was hoping you were going to kind of pull out there because what happens in business is you get your natural teams and then you get your imposed teams. Your assigned teams. Your assigned teams. Thank you. Imposed was kind of a, a little bit of a negative connotation, but your assigned team. So, yeah. you know, if you're in the accounting department, you are assigned to hang out with everyone else that's in the accounting department. If you're on the sales team, you're assigned to hang out with everyone else on the sales team. If, if you're you in know, the IT department, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you're on the gonna... IT department. <laughs> you're part of that team. <laughs> <laughs> and so <laughs> but there it is right there see like there. It, it's, sorry. A, it's a, sorry guys it's a, uh, <laughs> legitimately though like there's me this freaking lackadaisical uh, adjective that i probably shouldn't say on a podcast that <laughs> uh, you know i'm just i'm i'm goofy like that and I'm sure that there are a lot of people in IT that love that. And I'm sure that there are a lot of people in IT that, that you know, that pisses off. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and, and so when you got these teams, the, the first step that you need to do as a business is you need to be aware of your assigned teams. And then you need to be aware of your natural teams because they will develop. And if you don't understand what's going on, see, this is what happens is when you, when you make teams, when you build teams, you also build enemies because yeah, exactly. the, the team has to have someone to compete against. Yeah. It, it's not fun to play basketball and be on a basketball team if there's not a rivalry <laughs> to, to play against. And Walk it back, guys. We're going <laughs> to run down the court again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you know, if, if, if you're on a track team, you want to race against someone. You don't want to just go out. And, if you run by yourself, that's called practice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and, and so the same thing happens in business is we form these teams and yeah. then we try and come up with rivalries of who we can compete against. Yeah. And, and this is good and bad. Right. To, depending on how it's managed. So this is where this is where the management piece comes in is understanding these teams and and getting them to to perform. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to point out is that if we want to get raw and real about this, team building isn't always fluffy and cute and fun and nice and trust falls and rope bridges and going to the <laughs> I feel like I'm a summer camp park. right now. Yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> you, you always have try to have these like activities and oh, team building, yay! And, but it's not always f fluffy and frilly and feel good like that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there's also that other side of it that we've been talking about that is this more abrasive uh, rivalries, SE, competition, yeah. you know, unclear. Like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do about that? Yeah, trying to prove a point. And and, and it, any of you that have had a management position. You know, whether you're the business owner or whether you're just in, you know, some sort of manager, supervisor role. Yeah. There are those moments where you've got these these rivalries that start to pop up and you've really got to decide, do I do I squash this one? Do I, you know, do I nip it in the bud 
or do I need to I let it ride? Let it ride. Do I try and channel it to more productive? And, and yeah, and it's difficult, especially because you, as a manager, you also get pulled into teams. Yep. You know, and you know if you're on the same team. Yeah. Hey, this is a teammate. Or if you're on the same team, then all of a sudden you look like a traitor because it's like, oh, hey, what happened to that guy? When did he become so stiff? You know? Yeah. But if you switch to, you know, if you're not on the team, I, I guess you don't even have to switch. If you're not on the team, then, you know, you might not have the influence that you need to motivate them to, to do what they want to do. Yeah. And so in, in a lot of these instances, it's like, what do you do? What yeah. do you do with that? Because I'm sorry, when Marcus is really fed up with James showing up late and walking around talking to his buddies, you know, a, a trust fall isn't going to fix that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And so, uh, well, let so let's so so let's break it down. One of the tools that I like to use is common enemy theory. Nice. When you have a common enemy, you can unite around that common enemy. And we see this all the time, you know, uh, high school rivalries, college rivalries. You see where, you know, the the football team is going to go play the other football team. And in that moment, you hate them. Yeah. But honestly, you really don't care who they are. And, you know, but in that moment, you're united. You're, you're, you, even if you don't play football, you're not out on the field. The fans are united against this common enemy. And sometimes it goes way too far. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but that just shows human nature. That just shows how passionate we will become mm -hmm. if we feel like there's a common enemy you see it also in politics i mean there's oh, yeah. so much are you right leaning or left leaning and like honestly for me you know when i have people that are a different political party that i know i don't have any issue with them but when I listen to, you know, political commentary, yeah. I, I feel like those are the worst people on the face of the planet and how dare they have a different viewpoint than me, you know, and yeah. it's, it's this common enemy. They're doing it on purpose. You know, the, those commentators are trying to create this common enemy because it gets you engaged. It gets you to buy in right. with what they're selling. And so if you as a manager are having problems with your team first thing I would do is I would try and identify who or what is the common enemy, not the common goal. And that's, that's something to exactly. pay attention to because you'll try and be like, oh, hey, aren't we all trying to grow the company? Aren't we all trying to get the sale? Aren't we all trying to work on the same team? You know, and you'll hear this stuff like, we're on the same team, guys. Come on. Yeah. But in reality, it's like, well. There's our, still that gap or that dissonance. Yeah. Who, who's the common enemy? Who do I need to go fight and how yeah. do I win? And if I need to fight someone who is on in a different department, I'll do it. If I need yeah. to fight someone who's on a different floor, I'll do it because they become the common enemy. And, and I want to make a subtle distinction there that I think can be important. This is a subtle nuance that happens in, in teams, I think, or with managers. You have what, well, like you pointed out, you have your enemy and you have your goal, which oftentimes are are not the same, right? right? Right. But then you can also have uh, what you as a manager want to see. Happen. Oh, yeah. See, the desired effect and the natural effect. Exactly. And you need to be careful of that. Oftentimes, 
as managers or supervisors, we lose sight of, so we have to be up at the 30,000 foot view, looking down at the whole map and trying to navigate, help teams navigate the waters and the terrain and, and all of that. And it can be difficult sometimes to come down and, and work with the team navigating that terrain and then go back up and back and forth. Right. And so as, as that happens, it can be, it can be really difficult to both maintain that 30,000 foot view as well as the individual steps that complete that end goal that you're, that you at the 30,000 foot view are looking toward. Sure. Does sure. Make sense? Yeah, it, so it, I, it does what, make sense, but I feel like we need an example here. Okay, perfect. So if you have a company goal, so there's, again, there's the goal, there's the desired outcome, and then there's the natural outcome, mm-hmm. right? So if the company goal is like, hey, we're going to hit our million dollars, first million dollars or whatever, and then you as a manager, you're like, okay, I want my team to be working toward this new contract or, or this new client, right? Um, and you just see this pitch that you get to go in and make and provided the pitch goes well, you're, you'll acquire this client and it'll secure the appropriate amount of business for you to meet that million dollar goal, right? Mm-hmm. So there's the goal. And then you as the manager have established this end goal, this path, this desired, uh, enemy, which is tackling this client, like beating this, getting this contract, winning this game, so to speak. Right. 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 But then there's possible, there's the natural outcome from all of these different groups that if you're just up at the 30,000 foot view and you're not checking in with your team, taking the time to make sure that they're along for the ride with you, that you're guiding them in the appropriate direction and that you're keeping them in check in going the appropriate direction, then your team will begin to wander, right? There'll be the people that naturally begin to slack off or there'll be the people that who are self-starters and just naturally go off in their direction that they think follows the goal, but, and it may follow the goal in some way, but not in the way of acquiring that contract. And so you'll have your team kind of like, if I, I picture it, like if you're looking down on this field with tall grass and you, you let a bunch of people just start running through it, you're going to have this maze, right? All these little fingers, paths branching out through mm-hmm. the grass. And that's essentially what your, your team will do if you don't take the time to how, what am I trying to say? If you don't take the time to make sure that your desired enemy is also the natural enemy and those those things are aligned. Yeah, and I, I, I think it keeps coming back to a couple key concepts here. That is that teams are always going to build. Like, if you don't build them, they will build on their own. That kind of, you know, yeah. running through the grass analogy as you were talking about people they're they're going to move they're going to go they're going to do things yeah. and if like, they don't it's like have riding riding an escalator you know if you're going up and down escalator you got to be moving right and as soon as you stop moving you're not not moving you're still moving you're just moving backwards are you that guy who always is going the wrong way on the escalator all the time dude oh jeez <laughs> haven't you ever tried to beat those 
You can't tell me with all the running that you've done in your life. You cannot tell me that you haven't tried that at least once. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, you go. It, it, it is kind of fun. I'm that guy. Everybody's that guy. Everybody and wishes if, they were that guy. Yeah, and if you haven't been that guy, I don't care if you're 65. Go try it. It's a blast. <laughs> Live a little. So your team is being built, whether you're the one building it or not. Yeah. And your team is gravitating to a natural enemy, a common objective that they need to do to beat the natural enemy. And so if you're struggling to get, you know, a, a cohesive team, then you need to look and say, okay, what's already there? Don't, don't, don't try and come in and change things until you understand what, what's already going on. Yes. I, I had this, uh, uh, th there, there was a, it was a state agency, there was a state director and then a bunch of regional directors. And the, the, the state director did not have the support of the regional directors because the state director was constantly chasing funds. That's how state agencies work is yeah, right. they, they've got to go after those funds. And you know, campaign, so, glad hand. And yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they're out garbage. there just, just, you know, constantly working the legislative body to try and get some money appropriated for what they yeah. do. And, and that's what the state director was doing is he was constantly going after those funds. Well, in going after those funds, he was offending all of his regional directors. So he had no support of everyone below him. Mm -hmm. You know, the insubordination was just, it was toxic. Out of control. It's those different pathways in the grass. And and so he ends up losing his job because he's oh. doing such a poor job of, of you know, managing. of managing the situation. You know, he's a state director. It's a fairly prominent position and he ends up yeah. losing this position. They bring in a new state director. And this state director, he was very different in that he started looking and seeing what all the regional directors wanted. And he's like, wait a second, you guys all want the same thing. You don't want to feel like your state director is selling you short, just trying to get some funds. And so he shifted the approach, made him feel like the common enemy was no longer the state director versus the regional directors. It was now, hey, we're all together. The common enemy is let's all work on the funding issue collectively. Mm -hmm. And they started going after the legislative body as the common enemy. Right. It was brilliant. Yeah, it, absolutely. You know, it, it, it just combined everyone. It was the glue that was needed yeah. for that group to actually move forward in unison. And again, and again, I want to iterate, reiterate that this wasn't a common enemy that he crafted or created or or made up right to try to motivate his team to move in that direction it was somebody you know he needed to personally he needs to approach that legislator or, or whoever well, so to he, get money right and he, so he was smart and he technically he put it after a position rather than an individual because yeah. individuals come and go yeah, sure okay but the position was always there and so it was whoever was in, in that, that position. particular position who held the purse strings yeah. And so, you know, so nonetheless, he has to approach the person in that position anyway to get funds. Right. So he can either do it, like you're saying, he can either do that and tick off all of his subordinates, or he can be like, hey, team, let's tackle this guy. Yeah. And 
then everybody can, in their own way, as coordinated with him as the manager, they can, in their own way, approach that situation, attack that common enemy, common mm-hmm. enemy, and and they can all. This is where it gets fluffy, and I kind of feel sick to my stomach right now. But it's, they can all. It, it's team building, so you could get Yay. fluffy. Oh, hooray! <laughs> Garbage. Whatever. But uh, w- w- one final thought. Win. One final thought <laughs> that I really want to put out there, and that is this: in business, you are going to offend people. Period. Yep. I don't care how nice you are. I don't care how good your customer service is. You're mm-hmm. going to offend people. You might as well offend the people that don't matter and don't offend your team. Right. You know, if, if we're talking about team building, if you're going to be on the same team, work with your team. Don't, there's so many people, it, you know, if I showed up and, and I'm on the field and I'm wearing someone else's jersey, <laughs> it's just, Oops. yeah, it, it just doesn't show that you're really there. Yeah. And I think that's a great summary for all of this is, you know, don't force, don't force things. Don't force this common enemy to unite your team. It's never going to work. Right. 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 Also, it's something that you have to be on top of. You have to be intentional about it. And that's your job as a manager, right? That's why you're in that position. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think as long as you can, take those two pieces and meld them together. It's a great way to approach the topic of team building Yeah, in a not fluffy and <laughs> stupid way. Heartfelt way. Yeah. On that note, <laughs> Ryan and I, we're going to, we're going to hug no, right now. Not. Before Don't touch me. I <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Thank you guys so much for listening to us rant. And yes. Thank and you. Babble and, uh, <laughs> if you guys have any questions or comments or things that you find work well for team building in a real and raw way, uh, reach out to us through our website at marketingmanagementmoney.com or you can hit us up on Twitter at MMMSmallBiz. That's M-M-M-B-I-Z. M-M-M-Small-B-I-Z. Oh, yeah. My bad. (laughs) M-M-M-Small-B-I-Z. And we'll catch you next time. Sounds great. Take care.